the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, here's the continuation from last week's program, part two of On the Road with Jesus. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rody Fisher. So if if somebody wanted to order your little um, Path of the Prophet booklet, could they order those to hand out, or do you do, do they have to download it and create their own? To some degree, they can order it. Um, yes, you can leave a message on our website. And uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't have a huge amount of staffing to be sending out a lot of individual ones. We should have some at the conference. If you know people that work with them like George Sives Ministry, you can get them from him. So, yeah, you can get them from us if you notify us through the website, especially for outreaches and things. Mm-hmm. But And they have been available. They might still be available through multi-language media, which provides a lot of multiple language tracks. So hopefully they still have some also. Okay. Okay. Wow. Thank you for explaining that. And um, so that was one of the, I, I remember um, you met uh, uh, Elijah in in Spain and he was already using the Path of the Prophets there. And, mm-hmm. and um, it made really good sense and, and, um, you wrote it in in English, so um, that was the connection. But tell me a little bit more about how your um, ministry has evolved from th- that to big outreaches and conferences and speaking engagements and all of that. Can you give me a little bit of background about that and the process of how sure. that all? Yes, the Path of the Prophets is the main um, medium we use, right? But it's not, so this is what we share, but it's not how we share it or where we share it or any of that. There is something else that came out of it that is an event that we share, and that is the bilingual drama. Not sure if you knew of this, Rody. Yeah. But we have done that. You have heard of it? Yeah, uh-huh. We've done it in six states and overseas in France. We were scheduled to do it elsewhere, but COVID changed it. So it has been performed in English, French, Dari, and Arabic. 
And if you are serving as or living as a Christian in an area that is um, has a lot of Muslims, this is something you can do for an outreach. And we know it works. It's what I like about doing it as a drama is people are sitting there and you have a captive audience. When you're talking with friends, you might only get it through a little bit at a time. But when people watch it, the way it's done is very effective. And we have had Muslims seriously come forward to receive Christ after the drama, which is very, very unusual for to make a decision that fast. But when they see all of it together, it does make sense. So if you're in a community that your church, you know, is surrounded by Muslims and you'd like to do this for an outreach, like say a Christmas or something, and especially also if you have a drama department or you know Christians that do drama and you have access to pretty much it's best to have the two languages. Another thing I like about that, roadie is for someone like when we've done it in an Arabic community, the Arabs that are learning English hear it twice because they're hearing in Arabic, which they understand. And then they're hearing it in English because we have the actors do one language and it's immediately translated into another. So I'm presenting that to you as an outreach tool. And also for men, if they like the idea of the bracelet to get attention, but they're not going to do it. We also recommend that men can make a keychain or have their friend, mom, whoever make a keychain with those colors, and they can do it with the colors on a keychain, like beads on a keychain, or bookmarks also. So that's why we like the Path of the Prophets, and there are many ways to share it. Wow, yeah. As far as what other kinds of things we're involved in, yeah, since we've been doing it for a number of years, if you think of a way of doing it, we are doing it. I did start with the large scale outreaches with a a different people group, we do some large scale outreaches, for example, with Sikhs at a a Sikh parade and Punjabi festival. And we've done these in different States and places that also kind of go into Arab festivals and Chinese parades and festivals. So probably Friends, wherever you live in America, there's some kind of an ethnic parade or a festival that you can use to bring the gospel to that people group. And I think this is really a good thing for those of us maybe who remember Acts 17, where it says God moves people around so they can come to know him. This is something we definitely believe in American ethnic ministries. People say, oh, you know, Christians in America aren't aren't good. There aren't enough miracles here. And I'm saying (laughs) America is the miracle. You know, we have so many believers here and they do pray all the time. And our country is wonderful. And people come here from everywhere. Right. You know, people in Afghanistan aren't fighting to get ahead and throwing babies over fences to get into another Muslim country or into the Taliban. No, they want to come to America and the West. Why? Because the blessings of the gospel have been here. So because of that, we have all these people here, which is great. And that's sort of what happened during the time of Solomon. 
However, Christian brothers and sisters, if we don't share the gospel with them and we don't read to them, they're going to be sharing what they believe everywhere. And now, of course, we have more Christians that are going into Buddhism, going into Islam and are confused. So as Christians, we need to keep Christians that are currently Christians in the faith. We need to share with them why we believe what we believe. We need to share with their children. But we also need to bring the gospel to the people coming in to America. So I see those as our two greatest challenges today, to share the gospel and with the people that are coming in and also to keep Christians strong in the faith. So how are we going to reach them? Well, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, my family is my my main ministry. And if somebody asks me, I will share with them. But I'm saying, Rodi, that we need to be intentional, whether it's talking to our neighbor or whether it's saying, hey, 100,000 people from that group are coming to this town for an event. We need to be there and share with them. What do you think, Rodi? I, I think that's excellent. That's exactly right. And and also, um, I know that a lot of people have said, you know, my my family is my ministry and they're they're really trying to do good works around their family, but not really presenting the gospel because I'm letting my light shine bright. But somewhere along the line, it's kind of time for us to open our mouths and and tell people what the Bible actually says and not let that proverbial proverbial light shine. Uh, And that is good. And that is true. We do have a light that shines and people do say, what is it about you that I'm seeing that I like? And, um, and it's the Jesus part of us that, um, if we're not hiding it under a bushel, it does shine. But, it does shine, but how many times in your life have people said that to you? I mean, I've had compliments and people in the hospital, but mostly people are not, I mean, uh, we, I don't think we should be so proud to say I'm such a good Christian. People just look at me. I call it the sage versus the warrior. Okay, so the sage sits on a hill and they perfect themselves. They learn a lot and they sit there and they're hoping they look good and people will ask them. But then there are the warriors or those of us that are going down there and getting muddy and... Uh, People, for example, in your church that just work with their families, they're going to look good. But I've been in a church where a lot of people adopted and they adopted troubled children. They don't look so good. Bad things are coming out of their homes, but not their fault because they're trying to change the world. So it's harder. And that's why I say, no, Jesus came what? To perfect himself? to take up his cross for himself. No, he came to seek and save the lost. And he said, those who follow him will do what he did. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we need to seek and save the lost. So that's why we don't only talk to our neighbor. We actually seek out people who have come here. Because I've also worked in other countries where there are ghettos of people. And you, you don't necessarily see them unless you go to seek and save them. Like all the immigrants are in one place or in a city or this or that. So as Christians, we need to seek and save. I'm not saying don't pay attention to your family. 
Yeah, I have family. There's a lot I do with them too, but we have to look beyond our front door. Jesus wants us to do that. So we do the wide scale things. And there are, it, it is controversial because a lot of churches even want to focus on their programs. Mm-hmm. They are not so interested in, in reaching the unreached people in their groups. And Rodi, this is one of my heartbreaks where, where I, Almost wherever I go, whichever people group it is, it's hard to get Christians to say, yeah, we need to reach these people here and to be intentional about seeking to save them. So I I do hope that happens. That's part of why we have our training online. So now every, every church in America, every Christian school, Christian college, special interest groups, missionaries going overseas, they can train for free. Mm-hmm. Christianformuslim.com, if you go under the lessons, you can either get a one-hour introduction to Islam or a whole year's college course. There's There are study guides with over 500 pages of background and helpful information. So, like I say, most churches, you might have a couple of people interested Maybe the pastor's not interested and there are a lot of other needs or there's no money in the church. Well, then even a few of you can get together. So say your viewers now are thinking, well, yeah, I'm in my church. I see we need to reach out, but other people in the church don't seem to see that. So you can't necessarily get your church to bring in trainers like me or the group at the conference that will be speaking next month. But you can get a small group or a Sunday school class that can watch our half hour online videos. And then there are discussion questions that are online on on our study guide. And just with you little people in your interest group, you can learn many things and then you can change your neighborhood. So what I found is Christians can't wait for their church leadership to have their eyes opened. I think that Christians can help the leadership open their eyes. But remember what pastors are. They are there to encourage their flock and to help them grow. So it's easy for their focus to be on that and not so much on the Muslim community across that big street or the Sikhs over here or that. So hopefully, Rodi, you're viewers are the kinds of people that would say, yeah, I'm not going to wait for my church. I'm just going to do what Jesus said. He's sending all these people to us to make it easy. We don't have to raise money to go overseas. We don't have to take those risks, but he brought them here. So yeah, that's exciting. But also, you know, there is a day of judgment. And do we really want the Lord to say to us, Cynthia, I brought you all these people and you were just living your own little life, you know, making your house look good and being sure your kids got to college, but you're letting all these people I sent you go to hell. Didn't you read the Bible? Like brother Andrew says, you don't think you're called to share the gospel. Really? Put your ear to the Bible and listen. He he says, and some of our other leadership friends have said this, Rody. You need a special dispensation from the Lord not to be sharing the gospel. Because otherwise, if you are a Christian, yeah, it's in here. Have I 
Have I made too many enemies from your? your no, 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 no. That's, that's really good. Um, I, as a matter of fact, um, I, I do have a friend that does a homeless. Um, well, he they hand out food every morning, and the food that they hand out will cover the homeless for the day, not just one meal. And he does this um, six days a week. Um, somebody else does it on the seventh day. So those people are getting well fed. But um, after they hand out the meal, they, he stands there and gives like a 15 minute Bible study and always an altar call and um, talking about Jesus dying for them. And I think that's key because a lot of times we on our own, you know, can give money to the poor or somebody at the, at, at the say seven 11 or something that's standing there wanting to get some cash. And yes, they probably need food and money. Um, but giving them, you know, a Jesus loves you. And let me tell you what he did for you. Um, within that same time that you're handing it out or even a track would be um, helpful too. So I know that there are a lot of people that are giving money or giving food. Um, I know a person that takes food to, to senior citizen homes because a lot of these senior citizens don't have enough mon- money to buy a decent meal. Um, they're eating, you know, just horrible, just cheap food. But anyhow, I, I, but the gospel Take the gospel with you mm-hmm. and, and at least hand out a track or let them know about what Jesus has done for them. We should probably put this on the Internet, too, and I'm tempted to grab one. But every day I do take bilingual tracks with me for general people, depending on where I am. It's either English, Spanish, English, Punjabi, English, French. And it's just a little thing like that that says you are loved. And I will give this with, I usually carry a coffee card or a candy bar, sometimes with homeless and granola bar or something. And I've gone from a smaller bag to kind of a tote bag purse. I know this is tougher for guys, but every day if someone is nice or if someone is needy, I, I do like to give that to them, Rody, because it's blessing them in Jesus' name. If we're really nice and we smile big and show God's love through us, that is our bridge. And I find by giving somebody a coffee card or a food, it really does open their heart to know, taste and see that the Lord is good. God loves you. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they will get the gospel that way. So if any of your viewers are interested in those bilingual tracks, we can put that on our resources page too. So give us the address to your website again and the name of the, the, um, the ministry so that they know where to go to find all these great handouts that they can get and, and also videos that they can watch. Yes. We have hundreds of videos. A lot of them are short. But with the half-hour lessons, that's what I was talking about using with your church. So go to www.christianfrommuslim.com. We also have Christian from Muslim YouTube. But it doesn't have a lot of the great resources you can only get 
from the website, including the tract, how to use the bracelet. And on the homepage, we have a video of this. We're working on video tracks in other language. You can watch the video tract in English right on our homepage. Send it to your, your Muslim friends that speak English. And of course, all these videos are also on YouTube. You can transfer to YouTube. We have testimonies of Muslims that became Christians on the website. And um, it's divided up. So like if a Muslim asks you a question, you can get an answer for that on the website. So it would be a great resource for you to contact me personally. You can use our Gmail address of becoming Christian from Muslim at gmail.com. That's probably a good one. Okay. Thank you. Um, Dr. Series. We just, yeah, we recently posted a devotional series. It's uh, even if you're not interested in Islam, it's called choosing faith over fear. It is on the Bible app, you version, and you can get the link off of our resource page and it will help you be bolder in your Christian life. And hopefully draw some people to want to work with Muslims as well. So we have that link under resources, or you can get it from the Bible app. Thank you so much for all that information. And thank you for sharing uh, this morning, um, Dr. Cynthia. I I do want to spend at least one minute or two um, to um, pray for Afghanistan. And also, um, there's going to be a short commercial for those of you that listen all the time and wondering why we're doing a commercial. But it is for the conference that we have been talking about. And you'll be able to meet Dr. Cynthia there if you choose to go. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we lift up the things that are going on in Afghanistan, Lord. We especially ask for protection for the people, um, all people, Lord, whether they know you or not. Um, the Christians are there still. I understand there's upwards of 35,000 people that are trying to get out, um, uh, that are, um, that are Americans. And, and I'm sure there are other nations represented in Afghanistan that are trying to get out as well. So, um, the French and the German and so on and so forth. So, Lord, please, for those that want to get out, allow them to get out. And for those that are there, willing to fight the good fight, Lord, as they share the gospel and have chosen to stay, I pray for protection. I pray for supernatural protection for these people. And Lord, um, I I pray, Lord, that you would um, allow people that are there that don't know you to have dreams and visions about who you are. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, we lay that at your feet to do whatever you um, feel is right in Jesus' name. Did you want to pray, too? or? Oh, absolutely. Sure. I agree with my sister, Rhody, Lord. We know that bad things are happening, and we know, Lord, that you do allow bad things to happen to your servants. I pray that one way or another, 
supernaturally you will be in the life of every true believer in Afghanistan, regardless of what country they are from. Lord, may there be supernatural deliverances and protection. And I pray, Lord, if it be your will that some die as martyrs for you, please give them again, a supernatural ability to face that, to shine for you, and a sense of completion, as when Jesus said, it is finished, that his work was done. I pray that you will just give them peace for their own life, Lord, that their purpose has been accomplished, and that it will not be the end of it. I, we hear that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, and Lord, we just pray that all of that suffering will not be in vain, just as we believe that our 20 years in Afghanistan is not in vain. You will use it in fantastic ways. Thank you for your power, your Holy Spirit, your comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are out there that have never accepted Jesus as your Savior and you feel that today is the day, um, invite Jesus into your heart. Use your own words. And you can just welcome him in. He died on the cross for you, gave his life for you, um, and shed his blood for you, Lord. Help them to make that decision. Um, invite him in on your, in, invite Jesus in on your own and, and let us know that you've done that. Um, thank you for joining us, um, Cynthia, and we'll hopefully see you soon again. And, be so bye for now thank you for being here today for on the road with jesus with your host Rody fisher every week you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with jesus you'll see that you're not alone in your search for god your victories with him or your failures if you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H, Fisher, at on the R-H-O-D-E with Jesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project, Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.